Hi, and welcome to Ask Wardy. I'm Wardy, a wife and mom of three, lead teacher, blogger, and founder of traditionalcookingschool.com. I'm also the author of The Complete Idiot's Guide to Fermenting Foods. Ask Wardy is the weekly show devoted to answering your niggling questions about traditional cooking. Maybe it's your sourdough starter, your sauerkraut, preserving foods, broth, superfoods, or anything else to do with traditional cooking. You can catch Ask Wardy live each Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, that's 1 p.m. Eastern, or through the podcast and video replays at askwardy.tv. And now, let's get to today's show. Welcome everyone to Ask Wardy. It's been a long break. I look back and I think maybe the last one I did was April. Um, So it's been quite a break. We've had a lot of things going on, so I just had to take a break. And it did turn out to be good because we ended up relocating from Indiana to Idaho. And so here we are. This is our new kitchen and um, we still have some things to do with it, but it's pretty good. We're pretty happy with it and happy to be here in Idaho. So what's on tap today is we're gonna do an update to the Instant Pot, um, which one is right for you, post that I created for you just about two years ago actually. And um, new, a new model has come on the scene, and I did get some feedback from Carmen, who was um, dismayed that my previous review, Ask 4048, I didn't show enough things side by side. So I'm gonna make sure and do that today to show you specifically the difference between the six and eight quart sizing, which are the two models I recommend for most families. And I'm gonna update you on the Ultra, which is the new Instant Pot model that's on the scene. The transcript and everything I'm sharing is at askwardy.tv. The order of events here today is I'm gonna read you Carmen's question that is the basis for this Ask Wardy. By the way, we're starting a new thing here with Ask Wardy is if you submit a question that gets used, Um, I'll send you a free gift. So Carmen's gonna get a free gift for this question. She said, and she had watched Ask Wardy 48, the original. Could you open both of the pots, six quart and eight quart, and actually hold them up together, the inner liner pots side by side, and talk about the dimensions and space required for each, the weight, et cetera. Also show some of the foods you were talking about, like the chicken, spaghetti, squash, et cetera. So would you please consider amending episode 48 with this info to show the differences and get more specific? And absolutely, that is what's happening today. So we're gonna cover two things today in this update. Which Instant Pot is right for you? Um, it's important to choose the right one for your family. It's, it's money, you don't wanna regret the purchase. So we're gonna go over the six quart versus eight quart sizing to get more specific for Carmen and anybody else who wants to know. And second, I'm gonna discuss the new Ultra model the previous episode, we just had the Lux, the Duo, and the Smart Out, and now Instant Pot has the Ultra. So I'm gonna go through that. Here you see the six quart and the eight quart Instant Pot. Here are the liners side by side. Okay. I also wanted to know about how they fit on the countertop. So what I'm gonna do really quick is move these. Hopefully you can see behind me and um, hopefully I have enough microphone cord. Is the microphone going to follow? So there is a six quart underneath the counter cabinet. And I will move the eight quart as well underneath the counter cabinet. So, of course, um, cupboards are not always standard, 
but at, at least in this fairly new kitchen that we have, you can see the space. The more info, the better, right? So here's the measuring tape. And we have 18 inches between counter to, to uh, cupboard height. Here it is with the lid. My seal wasn't in place, which is a good reminder to everybody. You gotta check this every time you start cooking. Back to measuring. With the handle, um, you know that's approaching 14 inches. With the handle on this one, it's approaching 15 inches. I'm not being exact, but just so you can see. So on this one, we've got like three inches of clearance. This one, we've got like four inches of clearance. As far as width goes, the six quart, well, you need handle to handle, right? So that's over 13 inches. And a little over 15 inches wide on the eight quart. So Carmen, now you know what they would be like in your kitchen. Um, your insert, just in case this is, um, let's start with six, do this in order every time. So the inside of the six quart insert is eight and a half inches about. The inside of the, six, the eight quart is a little bit less than nine and a half inches diameter. And again, side by side. All right? Okay, now let's do some food examples. So I have here two whole chickens, okay? They are still a little bit frozen. But once I take them out of the package, and you can kind of mold them, even a little bit frozen, you can mold them, and I can get, even as, even as stiff as they appear right now, I can get two of these in. If they're out of the package again and I kind of shake them, even partially frozen, I can get two of them to fit in the eight quart below the max fill line. So if you're doing any batch cooking for your family, which is what I covered in episode 48, the eight quart is just much better in terms of batch cooking. There's no way you'll fit two in the six quart, just one. So one chicken fits in the six quart. And these are fairly large at oh, five to six pounds. Spaghetti squash. Okay, so this is like a, I don't know if you call this a medium and this a large, or if you call this a small and a medium, but there's a size difference as you can see, right? So the bigger one is gonna easily fit in the eight quart and it's not gonna fit in the six quart. So if you're cooking for a family or batch cooking, if you wanna fit you know, a good sized spaghetti squash, the eight quart is better for you. My final example, um, is yogurt and so here is a batch of yogurt that I did in the eight quart so you can see it's the same size liner the eight quart you know is eight quart but you can't quite fill it eight quart so I fill it basically like this much from the top with the milk and culture mixture for our um, in raw instant pot yogurt and at askwardy.tv is a link to that recipe if you haven't checked it out before anyway this much from the top. So I get, you know, seven and three quarter quarts of raw milk yogurt when I use the eight quart Instant Pot. And similarly, if I make yogurt in the six quart, which I just don't do anymore, um, I fill it like to that much within the top. And so I can get nearly six quarts. So like five and three quarter quarts of yogurt in the six quart Instant Pot. How does that relate to the max fill line? 
when, when you're using the yogurt setting, it's not coming under pressure, so I go past the max fill line because it's not bubbling up or anything. It's just culturing in there. Now, I obey the max, um, max fill line if I'm pressure cooking. I even obey it if I'm slow cooking um, because if things get hot and bubble, you just want to have room in there or if things swell, you know, grains, beans, grains, rice, if they swell, you need room. So rice cooker, crock pot, pressure cooker, obey the max fill line, but you don't need to on the yogurt setting. And if you called, you know, the company Instant Pot, they might say otherwise, but I'm just telling you from my kitchen, my own decision, it's not bubbling or anything, it's just sitting there, I will fill it as full as I can to get as much yogurt as possible from the pot. So that's how I get like seven and three quarter quarts out of the eight quart. Okay, so Carmen, you asked to see them side by side and some basic measurements, including the counter. So I did that for you. I also showed you the different foods. So I hope that showed you and anyone else who's wondering in order to make a decision on which one of these is right for you. I hope that helps. Um, and to summarize my recommendations from before, even if you're a small family, but you do any kind of batch cooking, go with the eight quart. Um, and obviously if you're a large family, go with the eight quart. Um, if you're a small family and you don't do batch cooking, then the six quart would be good for you. Uh, another option you can do, which my daughter is doing now, Hania, um, she actually has two of the six quarts. And that's because I don't even think the eight quart was out when she got married and she picked this out as one of her, um, you know, first things that she added to her kitchen. I think we got it for her actually. So the six quart was the only thing that's out. And so now um, our family has two eight quarts plus the six quart, my family I mean, and I've given her the six quarts. So she has two six quarts and we have two eight quarts. Uh, and I know she would love, even though it's just her, her husband and their little 20 month old son. I know that she would love an eight quart, but that's what she has right now is two six quarts. The transcript is at askwardy.tv with the updates I'm doing to the original episode, the things we're covering today. You'll find links, um, links to the yogurt recipe I've talk, been talking about and links to the different machines. One more thing I wanna go over for Carmen is the accessories because this might factor in when you're choosing um, a pot. So I have some different accessories here and these are the ones that we use most often. So you've heard me talk about this seven cup Pyrex. I just reheat things in it, I make breads in it, all kinds of things in it. So it's gonna fit, of course with a trivet, it's gonna fit in both of these. This steamer basket and others like it that I use to do eggs fits in both so that's not an issue these stackable pans are a little bit taller than the ones that i've originally shared with you because the original ones have been discontinued or at least they're usually available whenever i check amazon so this company me and lily has stackable pans and they're a little bit taller and so they don't fit in the six quart they're too tall but they do fit in the eight quart that's a consideration by the way, I have a coupon for you if you're ever interested in the stackable pans, so just go to askwardy.tv and um, this is episode 48, but other of our Instant Pot recipes and posts have the coupon in it. If it's not there, you can always just contact me, wardy at askwardy.tv, because we do have a way for you to save on it. Next, we're gonna talk about the um, models. So the original episode, I covered the Lux, the Duo, and the Smart, and I'm just gonna quickly summarize those. I'm not gonna go into it as much as I did before because what I really wanna talk about is the new Ultra. And it's actually not that new, but it's definitely new since I did the original episode two years ago. So the Lux is your basic Instant Pot. It has six functions. 
you know, your slow cooker, your saute, your warm, your high pressure. What it's lacking are two functions that I really like, um, the yogurt and the low pressure option. The Duo, which these machines are Duos, they have seven functions and the extra function is yogurt, which we use several times a week. And additionally, it has, for, pre for uh, your pressure settings, it has low in addition to high. Um, so for the reason of um, having the low pressure and the yogurt setting, that's why I prefer the Duo over the Lux. So the Smart model has the same features as the Duo in, ter Duo in terms of programming, but it's smart. If you think of like Bluetooth and programming and stuff like that, and I'm really not a big fan of those. I think that our families have enough EMFs and Wi-Fi signals and everything to influence our health, so I just prefer to stay away from that. Plus, I just like to be hands-on. And to be honest, in the Duo, I use very few of the programming settings, so I just can't see the smart being of any value to me because I just cook so simply. I use the high pressure, I use the yogurt, I use the slow cooker, and I use um, like the keep warm and saute. So, that's, so I have no need for the smart. It's extra money, it's extra um, EMFs and stuff in the house, Bluetooth, so I don't want that. So as you know, from just running down those three models I covered before, Lux, Duo, and Smart, my preference is the Duo. Now, we have a new Instant Pot on the scene, and it's called an Ultra, which, disclaimer, I have not used. I've um, read about it thoroughly. There's also a great review, in-depth review of the different functions and everything at Hit Pressure Cooking, our friend Laura. So there's a link to that with the transcript at ask40.tv. Look for episode 48 and then you'll get all the links. And the thing with the Ultra is it has some extra features that these don't. Um, so you have nearly unlimited programming. There's a dial on the front that allows you to scroll through the different um, settings and then push to select. You can also do like set your own timing and set your own temperature. Um, other settings is um, there's a screen that shows you more what's going on. You know, you've got graphs and stuff on it so you can see preheating, cooking, and stuff like that. Um, there's new programs. So you've got sterilized functions. You've got cake and egg programs. So that takes the um, seven programs of these and the smart up to 10 programs. That's why it's called a 10 in one. Um, it has a settings memory that remembers what you did last time. Maybe it's more advanced than the, the Duo has a version two, which I have, um, that does remember your settings. So I'm not sure if that's more advanced or not. Um, it has a different lid. In fact, on, is this, which one is this? The eight, eight quart? On this, every time you cook, you have to manually, if it's not already in the sealed position, you have to take your valve from open to sealed. Well, on the Ultra, the lid is self-sealing. You put it on and it seals. So maybe that's for the people who forget to seal it. I don't know, but it, it self-seals. And I'm gonna tell you more about that in a moment. Um, it has 11 safety settings instead of 10. And the, the one that's different is on the lid again. On the lid again, there's a quick release button. So there's another button on here and it's more, safe, I guess, because there's less risk of getting scalded by releasing steam when you use the quick release instead of doing this, which is what we do to release, okay? And I'll, I'll just tell you about that right now, which is I use a towel or a hot pad, so, you know, I have yet to be scalded. And I think if you're careful, 
that's a that's a you know it's a great extra feature but maybe not necessary so again there's a much deeper review at hip pressure cooking she has the machine that's laura she tests it the link is at the transcript or danielle is pasting it in chat on facebook live so reading about the ultra i do have to say i was reading it and i was like oh cool it has that screen that tells you more stuff it has that dial with all the programs and so i wondered should i really consider this i wonder if it would be a better machine for us well i'm not sure i would with the additional price um, i'm very happy with these but let's go through those some of those features that stood out to me so even though it has that dial and you can it's, it says nearly unlimited programming okay because you can set any time, any temperature you want. Um, but see, the thing is on the yogurt low setting, you can go down to 91 uh, degrees Fahrenheit, but on the ultra, when you're doing a like, you know, custom program where you set any temperature, you can only go down to 104. So if I was, if I wanted the full range of temperatures and I wanted to go as low as 91, well, the duo can do that if I put whatever I'm culturing down to 91 degrees. Um, so, I mean, probably there's some slight differences to me, but to me, if I'm thinking um, I can customize, well, why doesn't it go down to 91 that the yogurt function goes down to 91? And I have that right here. Oh, also, I forgot to say that the Ultra Bose, maybe it's a button or something on the, on the front where you can just easily turn the sounds off. Well, you can do that if you have a version two of the Duo and Lux. It's just by using the plus or minus. If you want to turn off the sounds, you hit the minus and hold it for three seconds. If you want to turn the sounds back on, you do the plus sign for three seconds. Um, so the duo can already do that. And I'm not really sh so sure it's a great idea to turn the sounds off. I can understand if you have an issue like sleeping babies or whatever, but with the sounds off, something's cooking under pressure and you're not necessarily gonna know it's done. So, you know, I thought many times should I turn the sounds off, but then I think, no, I'd like to know when the cycle's done. So I leave the sounds on. Okay, the Ultra also, which I didn't mention earlier, has high altitude settings. And Laura at Hit Pressure Cooking says that it's fuzzy logic. I'm not sure what that means, if it's like not good or not, but if I did live at high altitude, I might consider the Ultra for that reason. Self-closing lid. So this one's not self-closing. You manually go from open to closed on the um, valve, ceiling valve. Well, a self-closing lid, somehow that reminds me of like a self-parking car, which I'm never gonna do but anyway let's just say I had the ultra and it self closes well what I've been reading is that that works really well but it's really kind of fidgety and hard to release the pressure when you want to release the pressure and open the lid that's where the hard part comes in and that even with a natural release the um, the release of pressure could take twice as long so I'm well in concept maybe that seems like a good idea um, I would just prefer myself to train myself as I have to close the lid every time I turn on the machine and not deal with something that self closes that then is a problem when I want to release pressure and open up the machine. And I did see, because uh, Laura at Hip Pressure Cooking, Pressure Cooking mentioned this, she said that um, like the first ultra models it was more difficult and now the second, you know, they edited the wording on the lid to give you better explanation, but it still sounds like it's difficult. So I would just rather open and close, open and close whenever I need it. Okay. Finally, regarding the programs, uh, the nearly unlimited or, you know, the 10 programs that the Ultra has compared to seven here. I said earlier, I don't need extra programs. 
um, sterilize, I could boil something on the stove. Plus there's some evidence to suggest that the sterilizing temperatures are really not what you need to sterilize things in the Ultra. Um, the boil, the eggs, I can do the eggs. And this steamer basket, as I've taught you in our pressure cooking e-course, I don't need an egg setting. So I pretty much use high and low pressure, slow cooker, yogurt, saute, keep warm. I don't need other programs, so I'm very happy with the duo. So there you have it. My opinion, without actually having tested the Ultra, just having read about the features, deciding for myself that this is a much, this is a, a simple machine that covers everything we need. I haven't felt any lack. Um, it's less expensive and I don't need those other features myself. You may choose differently and I totally applaud your um, ability to choose the right machine for you and your family. You might want those extra features and I certainly wouldn't argue with you. All right, so we've come to the end um, of the update to Ask 4048. Now you can see um, side by side the sizes and the foods that fit. I've also talked to you about the Ultra, which is more expensive, but I don't think for me is worth it. I'll stick with the Duo, thank you very much. I'm very happy with it. And if you have questions about this episode, then of course you can leave comments at askwardy.tv. I'll also review the comments that came in live. This will be turned into an audio podcast as well as a video podcast that will be embedded at Askwardy TV as soon as we can um, process the recordings that I'm doing right now. So you'll find the transcript and the replays and everything there. It's a it's actually become one of our most popular resources on the Traditional Cooking School site. So I do recommend that if you have family members who are like, which instant pot do I buy? Send them our way, send them to ask40.tv, look for episode 48, and we'll help them out in choosing the right machine. As I said, Carmen's gonna get a free gift. I'm giving her a free copy of our Pressure Cooking 1 and 2 ebook packages for submitting a question. And as I start a new season of Ask Wardy, I'm looking for more questions. So submit them and you could get a free gift as well. It's wardy at askwardy.tv where you spell my name W-A-R-D-E-E. -E. And I'm gonna be in touch with Carmen to give her a free gift. And then I'll just let you know next week, we're talking about how to care for curly hair naturally because we not only nourish our bodies on the inside, we wanna do things on the outside too. So I'm gonna be sharing with you some recent developments in my own curly hair care and help point you in the direction if you if you are curly or if you have friends or family that are curly and possibly feeling the desperation I did not too long ago about how to care for it. All right, so I'm gonna stop talking now. Uh, thank you all so much for coming. It's just been so fun to get back with you and I look forward to week after week, same time, same place, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. You can catch it live, Facebook or Instagram or always the replay and transcripts are to askwardy.tv. God bless you, everyone. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for joining me today. Here's what to do next. Ask Wardy wouldn't be possible without your questions, so please keep them coming. If you're on Twitter, tweet me, at TradCookSchool, with your question, and use the hashtag AskWardy. Or send an email to wardy at askwardy.tv. To get the show notes, links mentioned, video replay, or even to catch up on past episodes of Ask Wardy, go to askwardy.tv. To join the fun of the live video recording, be sure to follow me with the handle at tradcookschool on the Periscope app, or go to periscope.tv slash tradcookschool. We record live on Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific, that's 1 p.m. Eastern. 
And finally, you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, the podcast app, or Stitcher. If you're on a mobile device, just search for Ask Wardy while you're in the app. If you're on a desktop or laptop, go to tradcookschool.com slash awitunes right in your browser. And while you're there, please leave a rating or review. I love to read your comments and your feedback makes it much more likely that others who are interested in traditional cooking will find Ask Wardy too. Thanks so much. God bless you. And I'll see you next week.